Johnny Cash. The legendary Johnny <laughs> Cash. Rest in peace. And while we're legends talking about covering legends, <laughs> legends covering legends covering legends. Uh, and uh, what are we drinking today, John? Uh, this is. I'm not sure if we've drank this before, but if we did, fuck it, you're getting it again. Uh, this is the Kentucky Brewing Company's Winter Golden Stout. Winter and it Golden is, Stout. Oh, it's so good. Eight percent alcohol. Yeah, of course, if you know uh, that we cover uh, Kentucky uh, Brewing Company, you know it's a three out of three. Yeah. You just know it. Aged in bourbon barrels with cocoa nibs. I want to say that we have done this before, but we drink a lot uh, for these shows. So sometimes we just go, fuck it, you know what, this sounds like a good idea. And it's like, oh wait, we've already done that before. Well, Guess what, it's still fucking delicious. <laughs> well, we probably wouldn't repeat if you guys would send us some suggestions or even send us some beers. Yeah. Uh, just email us at beyondthehate at yahoo.com and just let us know what uh, your suggestions are if you want to know how to uh, mail us something or whatever. Yeah, um, send us your panties, it's cool. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Do not send me any pennies in the mail. I am married. Yeah. I am married. Do not do it. Yeah. Uh, Seems <laughs> like, don't you put that on me, Ricky don't, Bobby. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put, don't that, you evil put that evil on me. <laughs> Unless it's Emma Stone. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's do it. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, she's it. engaged now, man. She might be uh, yeah, off the market. Do yeah, don't do that. Yeah. you. Don't fuck up your career. You found a good guy. You yeah. found a good guy. Uh... But, uh, yeah, this is uh, part two, uh, chapter two, of John Wick. John Wick, which actually got a smaller budget. How the uh, fuck was it a smaller budget for this movie? $40 million <laughs> for this movie. And you couldn't tell. No. You couldn't tell it was less of a budget. No, it actually seems like they spent more. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, oh, sorry, I was young. <laughs> so, um, Stalinsky... Um, it's uh, Stella. It's the Stelsky. Yeah. Yeah. Stalinsky. We've gotten a little bit of the whiskey. He sells car parts. Because <laughs> I sell car parts for the American working man because that's who I am and that's what I care about. But it made 171 million dollars. Um, so just pure profit, basically, just pure profit. Oh yeah. Keanu did 95 percent of his stunts. The only thing they didn't let him do was get hit by a car. 
<laughs> did he roll down the steps? Because that looked like. And they a... didn't let him roll down the steps. Okay. When That's he, the only two things Cassian. in this entire movie they didn't let him. Do. All of the gunplay stuff and the hand to hand combat that is pure Keanu. Yeah. So you know uh, he knows he knows judo and stuff like that. And oh, judo uh, is on full display in these movies. Judo and jujitsu he knows, and then also uh, Bushido. But he all he already knew that. Um, yeah, because some of his Matrix training he used for this. Well, and also Ronan, uh, 47, yeah. and he, you know, yeah. he's pretty good. He kills 116 people in this movie. Sounds about right, yeah. A lot of deaths. Um, it's a lot of... And if you guys wanted to know how the story goes, so after you finish watching John Wick 1, a week later, that's when this movie starts. Yeah, because he's still trying to track down where his car is. Yeah. And, and it's uh, actually in the shop of uh, uh, Vigo's uh, brother. Brother, which uh, is Peter Star- Stalmar. Is that how you say it? Peter Stalmar? Uh, Stalmar or Stalmar? Stalmar. Stalmar, yeah, yeah Peter yeah. Stalmar. Which is, this is like the third movie I think he's done with Counter because he was Satan and Constantine. And, uh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was in Henry's Crime, too. With Keanu, so uh, yeah, I think it was Henry. Yeah, yeah. Peter Stormare. Yeah, he's also uh, he's the um, he's the weird uh, Russian dude from uh, Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Or, no, weird German dude. Sorry. Yeah, he's yeah. so good and he's uh, so talented. But it's also he's not actually Russian either. <laughs> no, so it's so funny because uh, he is. Um, uh, I, I didn't write that. He is uh, because him and the guy from the first, neither one of them are Russian. Yeah, uh, they're they're from the same country actually, uh, so I guess that's why they got them two to play brothers. Um, uh, Stormare I'm, is actually uh, Swedish. Swedish, yeah. So yeah, the Peter other guy, Stormare, yeah. the other guy from the first movie, uh, the villain from the first movie, he's Swedish also. Oh, that's really weird that they got him to play Russians. Yeah, but, huh? You know, Swedish Russians. Not the same thing. Never <laughs> you know, I was gonna We're say. We're gonna get same, sued. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was gonna say same thing, but uh, could, 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 Swedish people are way more awesome than Russians. Yeah, yeah historically. Sorry, like, sorry, Russians. I mean, we only do like some Russians. Not, not person by person, individuals. Yeah. You might be better than an individual, but as a country, country Sweden has like some of the best they, shit in the they world. They win. They win. Don't they have like they have like what is it like the best healthcare and they have like the like the number one like yeah. national internet. The only thing about them, they are kind of cowards, but they're very peaceful. Yeah. They're very peaceful. Yeah, they're like Canadians. They're kind of like the Canadians of Europe. Yeah, they're yeah. the Canadians of Europe, which is great. <laughs> you need that. You need people. You need a country that's just not like let's kill everything. Yeah, that's that's sweet. That's yeah. Basically, the the country that wants to kill everything. Actually, I feel bad about calling them cowards. They're not cowards. They just don't want to kill. They just don't want to have all their people killed. They're, uh, they're peaceful. They're they're peaceful. They're not cowards. They're not cowards. I take that back. I I retract my statement of coward cowards. Even though they probably should have tried to kill some. Nazis, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what's interesting? I don't know why he didn't actually just keep some of this, but so Peter Stormare, just randomly, because it, it, I still have it on the page, mm-hmm. his full name, his real name is Rolf Peter Invar Storm. His last name is actually Storm. So when yeah. he took his, I guess, like his stage name, he just like, well, no, just call me Peter uh, Stormare. Well, I can kind of see Storm is pretty cool as a last name. It is, but uh, maybe he thought that sounded too artificial. Yeah, kind of like Vin Diesel. 
Like Vin Diesel. Like that sounds like that sounds that like sounds a like a that name. sounds like a porn name. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm Vin Diesel, and it's like it's cool. It is cool, but it is like, dude, come on, that you're trying too hard. Yeah. You're trying too hard to come up with a cool name. It's like Tom Cruise. You know, I don't know. Tom Cruise is his that's name. That's his actual cool. name. Though. Wait, that's that's not his actual name, is it? <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, that is Tom Cruise's. Actual <laughs> Wait a minute, I gotta research this because I don't believe that. I don't want to call bullshit. I, I I think I heard him say that was his real name. Fuck, it is his actual name. Yeah, that's his real name. <laughs> that's not a stage name. I thought that was. Oh, fuck me. I thought... Uh, no, 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 no. His real last name is actually Mapother. Mapother? Mapother, yep. That's I think right. his name has been Tom Cruise so long, though. Well, he changed his name. His uh, his name... Well, no, Cruise is part of his name. His na- his full name is Thomas Cruise Mapother Fourth. Yeah, so his name is Tom Cruise. He just uses his first and his middle name. He doesn't use his last name. His name is Tom okay, Cruise. Okay, that's legit. That's legit. That actually is his name. It's just his first name and his middle name together. Like like Dolph Lundgren. His name is uh, Hans uh, uh, Adolphus Lundgren. Yeah. He just goes Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, because Adolphus is like, eh, we don't need that. Just call me Dolph. Yeah, it's Dolph Lundgren. That's yeah. his stage name. So, so, yeah, Tom Cruise is his name. Yeah, it's, it, it is part of his name, yes. You don't have to use your whole name. No. Like, you don't have to be like, you know, if you're a celebrity, you don't have to be like, um, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know a great example. Because it's usually, it's usually men, when they're named, they have like multiple crazy names. Yeah. So then they shorten them. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, because Antonio Banderas is like that. Doesn't he have like like three middle names or something? Well, yeah, yeah, because you know he's a, he's a Spaniard. Yeah, he's he's like he's like uh, is, is he from Mexico or did his family come from Spain to Mexico? He he he's 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 from Mexico, but he's a span like he's he's a Spanish Mexican. Okay, if yeah, because his sense. full name. Uh, no, he was actually born in Spain. He's actually full oh Spanish. yeah, okay, so I was right. Okay. Yeah, he is full Spanish, but his his full real name is Jose Antonio Dominguez Bandera. Yeah, yeah. I, I so he just I changed it to part. Antonio Banderas because he does claim Mexico. But probably because he lived there for so long. Yeah. So, um, but he actually lives in Sur. In, but uh, I didn't know he was Surrey, a Spaniard. Like, That's why I kept calling him a Spaniard. I do yeah, know he is. He actually a was. He was born in uh, Malaga, Spain. Um, yeah. But, um, let's get into this John Wick stuff. Uh, instead of just talking about people's names. But right. if you guys have any good examples of celebrities' names that they changed, or maybe similar in their Oh, I do, have, of... I do have one, just real quickly, that I learned. Okay. Uh, uh, Michael Keaton, uh, he, his real name is not actually Michael Keaton. He chose that as his stage name, because his actual real name is Michael Douglas. And when he started to act, I knew this. I when knew he started this. to this act, there fact. already was the Michael Douglas that we know of. And he couldn't was, actually get his name registered in the Actors Guild because there was already a Michael Douglas. Because there was already a Michael Douglas in there. So when he started acting, they were like, you have to choose a different, like a stage name for your last name. And he just thought of Keaton. He didn't and, just think of Keaton. Well, right? he, so he took Keaton for a reason, but I forgot the there was reason. There's another actor. 
that had the name Keaton. Was it Buster Keaton? I think it was Buster Keaton. Yeah, yeah. it was Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton, he took it from that? And he took it from that. And then everybody always asks him, like, is Diane Keaton your sister? And he's like, no, she's he's not. He's like, that's her actual name. Her name is actually That's Keaton. not my actual name. Yeah, his last name is actually Douglas. But he yeah. can't go by Michael Douglas because of the Michael Douglas that we know from... You know, like Basic Instinct, and you know he's which in obviously Ant-Man movies. he had to go as Michael Douglas because his dad is Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas, the, the Douglas name was famous by his yeah. father. Yeah, so I just thought that was kind of an interesting little thing because I thought for real, I thought his name actually was Michael Keaton. It's kind of like uh, um, Michael Sheen and Charlie Sheen, but their their actual names is Estevez. Yeah, but only Emilio took only the last Emilio name. goes as Emilio Estevez. Yeah. And the reason that they changed their last name from Estevez when they were doing because when Martin Sheen was uh, an actor back in the way days, it was unpopular to have a Spanish-sounding last name. Right. So he actually changed his name because of people who were racist. And the Sheens are actually part Spanish. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why they have Estevez in their name. Mm-hmm. So it was a career choice. Yeah. And then Emilio was like, fuck all that. I'm still an Estevez, baby. That's literally what happened. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. He's like, fuck that. I'm not changing my name. I'm an Estevez. Yep. So, yeah. Props I always to Emilio, was... the fucking hero. Yeah. Props to Emilio for keeping shit real, yo. Yeah, he was like, if I, if <laughs> Emilio! And in, in my opinion, I, I think, you know, I mean, people know Martin and Charlie. Charlie's probably the most famous. Charlie, yeah. Um, and then probably Martin Sheen. Then probably Martin, then probably Emilio, but I think Emilio's had the most memorable roles. He like, had, yeah, he was in fucking Mighty Ducks. I he mean. was in, he was in Mighty Ducks, and he was in Young Guns, and he yeah. was in the fucking Breakfast Club. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Like, I mean, technically, Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen was. I, I guess technically Charlie Sheen was in one of those Johnny's. Which one was it? Uh, where he was like the. Doped out, dude. Uh, was that Pretty in Pink? Was it Pretty in Pink? I want to say it was. Yeah, so Charlie Sheen was like in that for like 10 seconds. <laughs> it's funny how some did, of these then cameos he did go. Platoon, right? Uh, wasn't he in Platoon? Yes, he was yeah. in Platoon, yep. But wasn't Martin and Emilio also in Platoon? Yeah, I know Martin Sheen was in Platoon. Oh, I want to say Emilio was too, but I, I don't I don't have it like up in front We're, of me right listen, now. Listen, this this but, isn't about that. Let's get to John Wick. We we got off topic. All right, right yeah. Um, no, as uh, as far as the comments for this go, the one thing I'd say about like these movies is one of the things that I found like overwhelmingly was that people were like, "How the fuck does this have such a high rating on IMDb?" You know, everybody's like, how the hell did this get such a high rating? Why is this so high? You know, everybody had, like, an issue with the rating that this got. So, like, if you look at the rating that it is right now, it's a 7.5. Probably from the Butthurt fanboys um, that, you know, had issues with this movie for some fucking reason. You know, which we'll get into, uh, you know, some of the reasons why people didn't like this. But at the time when some people did this, it was at, like, a 9 out of 10. So that was like a lot of the early reviews were like a 9 out of 10. And people were like, how the fuck could it be rated so high? What the hell is, what is everybody seeing about this movie that's so awesome? Do you know what the highest rated movie on IMDb is? The highest rated? Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank? Okay, that would make sense. Because I think that movie is probably like about universally beloved. 
Although we probably could do a Beyond Hate episode on Shawshank Redemption. There's probably so many salty people about that movie. How the fuck is this one of the greatest movies of all time? It's like, motherfucker. <laughs> it's Morgan Freeman and Tim Robbins. Shut your fucking mouth, okay? The movie is a fucking masterpiece. But, you know... It, but the thing about... You know... When it comes to, like, IMDb ratings and, and like, that type of stuff, it's like... Action movies, a lot of times, probably aren't going to be rated as high as something like Shawshank, for example. Because Shawshank is, is a drama film, and it tugs at your heartstrings. Like, I would imagine, like, Schindler's List is probably pretty high up there, too. Uh, in terms of, like, just rating out of ten. Uh, if you have it up, I don't know if you have it up in front of me. No, no, not really. Schindler's List isn't very high. What's What, what rating did it get? I haven't even seen it yet, and I'm in the 30s. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'll just tell you you guys the top ten just so you guys will know it. Um, so the highest rated movies on IMDb currently right now is number one is Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Number two is The Godfather. Part one? Yes. Okay. Number three is The Dark Knight. Okay. Number four is The Godfather Part Two. Okay, that makes sense. Number five is The Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I, I'm kind of surprised that that's up there. That's kind of... That's cool, though. Oh, actually, actually, I'm wrong. Okay. Number six is Pulp Fiction. Number seven is Schindler's List. Okay. Number eight is Twelve Angry Men. Uh, number nine is Inception. And number ten is Fight Club. Oh, really? That's an interesting list of, like, ratings. So that's, you know, and then you get to 11, which is The Fellowship of the Rings, and 12 is Forrest Gump, and then 13 is The Good, Bad, and the Ugly. So you, you, you get to where, you know, like, a Western being, like, a top 15-rated movie of all time is just actually kind of insane whenever you think about it. it the Good, and Bad, and the Ugly is one of the best Westerns, um all time, but I don't know if it's the best western I've ever seen. I mean, it would be up there. I mean, my personal favorite is Tombstone, but... Tombstone is great, and then I'd also say, like, something that would rival it is, like, The Last Outlaw, you know, Pell Rider, you know, um, uh, The Outlaw Josie Wells. <laughs> what about, like, was, it, was that one, uh, three, 310 to Yuma? 310 to Yuma was pretty good. I don't know if that would rival um, uh, the good and the bad and the ugly. No, probably um, not, but it was just good. But the thing about the good and the bad and the ugly, the, the thing that makes that movie so good is the build-up to it. Uh, <laughs> you know, which is, you know, uh, the whole man with no name trilogy. If you just watch the good and the bad and the ugly alone, you, you, don't, you don't understand how epic it is. Right. So and that's kind of, that's one of the things I'll say about something like like John Wick for example, you know, kind of getting us back on track is that like with the John Wick movies, if you hadn't seen like the first part, you would probably not know really a whole lot of what's going on. You just be kind of dropped into it and you're like, okay, well what's the deal? Like if you don't really watch the first one, the second one, you're kind of like, what's the fucking point of this movie? Um, you know, but uh, you don't fuck with John Wick. Yeah, that's the that's the real point. Yeah, um, it, and I because I had a 
what I don't know if I'm I don't know if I remember to save it or not. I'm trying to see if I still had it here on my leftover notes. Maybe I didn't save it. Uh, oh no, well, there it is. Yeah. Uh, so this is just like one line, uh, but it says, "Bottom line on this movie, it's a horrible movie." I didn't see the first John Wick, and it is hard to pick up what scant storyline there is by watching this one. Okay, so all right, time out. Uh, <laughs> so you're literally it, watching a movie that's called John Wick Chapter Two. If if you pick up a book and you go immediately say to like maybe chapter fourteen, are you going to understand fuck all about the story leading up to that? Let's say no. If that book is, um, let's say it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, just you, hypothetically throwing that out there. You just skip the first book of Game of Thrones and just pick up the second, and you're just like, okay, why, wait, why are they at war? Wait, what happened? Ah, this book sucks. No, uh, that's not how anything works. Or, if, uh, let's say, just uh, uh, movie-wise, let's say that you started uh, watching the MCU at Endgame. Like, that's your first movie. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, this sucks. I don't know what's... I don't know what the fuck is going on. Who are all these people? I mean, I know who Spider-Man is, but... Like, who are some of these other fucking people? Why are these jackasses, like, clapping in the theater over fucking Spider-Man? It's just Spider-Man. It's just Spider-Man, people? Yeah, shit. And people were like, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna throw my shoes at you. We you know? fucking cried the last movie. It's like, I don't get this. You guys are fucking What the stupid. fuck is all this? Who's this giant fucking purple dude? I don't you get it. You can't come in halfway through. And expect to know what the fuck is going on. Because John Wick is one of those movies. Like we said, it's easy to follow. But you can't. Watch John Wick 2, you know, without watching John Wick 1. Because John Wick 1 is his motivation for doing this. Yeah. And then he's drawn in because he came back for vengeance. And, you know, the the guy was like, Yeah, you have to go kill my sister or whatever. And he's like, well, fuck, okay. And yeah, we'll, like, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, because there's some people that are like, they don't understand how the marker works, or like Centino and Giada, they don't understand any of that shit. Well, let's get into it now, then. Do you want to go ahead and cover it now, then? Let's go okay. ahead and get into it now, then. Okay, so uh, let me jump back over here to my main notes. Okay, here we go. So, uh, so it says, uh, oh, and this is... <laughs> When I when I first read this, I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" <laughs> there's a line in here where I'm like, "No." Uh, so it says, uh, "Sorry, I had something on my uh, computer there." Uh, <laughs> well, now it's lantern. John's actually gray line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, time to hurt and heal, motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but it says, uh, I know this has pulled somehow uh, an 8.3 on the IMDb scale, uh, but I don't believe it. I also don't believe the amazing positive reviews that's on the lead page from Johnny someone in Indonesia somewhere. Uh, I think that the, I think that's industry hype. Where's the plot of this movie? This is a mashup of The Da Vinci Code, The Raid 2, and Enter the Dragon. And markers? What markers? Where did they come from without explanation? Okay, so in the first movie, they kill his dog, and fair enough, he gets upset and takes them out. But this, he does a job he doesn't want to do because of the markers? Whatever. And, and they double-cross him. 
Uh, what's the point of some stupid honor system if it can be so easily countermanded? The point uh, is to justify the excessive violence and the action scenes that leave you with a cliffhanger, just in case you think they can milk. It's so just in case they think they can milk a third installment out of the out of this franchise. How many brains do you need to blow out in an action scene? Uh, then uh, I phone uh, the then I phone the special contract killers agency with all the old-fashioned secretaries doing the uh, admin, and then send text messages to all the uh, assassin agents. What a, a, a what a lot of contract killers. Uh, uh, is this just done bad? What a lot of contract killers New York has sitting around on the streets waiting for work, and our wounded and somewhat tired hero. Uh, suddenly is transported from Rome to New York and wanders around taking hits from all sides, and yet still manages to take out all of his assailants. It's not an action movie, it's a body count movie. Do we think for one minute that our hero is going to fail after seeing how many times his magic underwear protects him in Rome? This is the most ludicrous dribble I've ever seen in my life. It reminds me uh, of that rubbish salt when uh, the super-powered anorexic Angelina Jolie goes throughout the the movie performing acts of most incredible physical endurance I have ever seen which is exactly what anorexics are known for dot 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 <laughs> well for one uh, might be a little off topic but the the, the movie salt Angelina Jolie did actually do a lot of her own stunts so um, you can eat a dick yeah, and also calling the woman anorexic, man, come on. She's not anorexic. She looks way better than you. Yeah, and she's also, like, she... Like, I don't even know what you look like, but I can go ahead and honestly tell you, I don't care. She looks better than you. Yeah. <laughs> it's Angelina Jolie. Are we really going to talk about the woman's looks? Yeah. I mean, she's, like she's gorgeous and always anorexic. has been. Okay, she... And also, who the fuck are you to call people anorexic? What if they actually are anorexic? That's a disease. And you want to make fun of them by saying, like, oh, She's too I don't skinny. want this anorexic, anorexic chick on the That's screen. That's a disease, dude. Yeah. Some of these people are just straight assholes. Like, they're just, you, they're, you they're just horrible assholes. Yourself. But that's but th- that was uh, the, that was the line where I'm like, really, we're gonna bring Angelina Jolie into this conversation. Bring Angelina Jolie Jolie into it. A great person. For one, she's a great person, and for two, you know, like just you're talking about the woman's weight, right? Like that's the thing that you're gonna attack about Angelina Jolie, and there and it's in context of, of like you know talking about how they don't understand shit in Jenwick too, and then they're like, well, he apparently can just kill everybody, and it's like it reminds me of that stupid ass movie Salt, where like she can do all this crazy shit and she's like anorexic looking. You know that movie Salt where women can do things? Fuck that movie. Right. You know I heard Keanu Reeves likes women. Fuck that guy. <laughs> That's, that's what this guy is. Yeah, that's what, that's what that the, this guy is. But like the thing where it says like this movie is a mashup of The Da Vinci Code, Raid 2, and Enter the Dragon. I'm like, okay, now... For, for one, no. For two, no. no. And three, no. No. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck... Where would you even get Da Vinci Code from this? From the fact that... Like a lot, you know, some of the scenes take place around the Continental, and it looks kind of fancy and high end. Like some of the locations, maybe. No, in no, Vinci no. Code. Look, I don't even know where the fuck that look, even comes from. I 
read Dan Brown novels. I've read every single one of them. I read Da Vinci Code. I watched Da Vinci Code. There's not one single fucking thing in that movie that relates to John Wick. No, because like the 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 main uh, the main guy in those novels. I mean, he he doesn't know how to use a Benelli shotgun or. No, I've you know. never seen Tom <laughs> Hanks never fucking kills, just slaughters people in those movies. He, he, <laughs> He doesn't How many headshots do you have in, in a Dan no. Brown movie? He doesn't have 116. No. That's for damn sure. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Especially for the, a symbolologist. A guy that just knows symbols and shit. Which is Tom Hanks. And also not a real thing. Yeah. Because it's fiction. Yeah. Just like the John Wick movie isn't based on a true story. It's just fiction. So whenever they go to the thing and they're... They're putting the head out on John Wick at the end of it because the dude's like, you can have a pretty good life here at the Continental and all this. You know, he's done, you know, basically showed up to make uh, somebody that, that John Wick liked kill themselves. And then, you know, double-crossed John Wick later in the movie and then goes and hides in the Continental because he knows there can be no business done on Continental grounds. Right. And so he's just like, yeah, it'd be a good... You know, good life. I can live here, you know, haunt John or whatever. And, you know, he's just kind of like looking at him for a second. And then he's just kind of like, fuck it. Bam. He shoots him in the head. the fucking head. And then Winston's like, John, what have, what you, have do- you done? And he's like, I ended it. I ended it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because especially, you know, the whole thing. And it's like, the because the, the main p- the thing about John Wick 1, right, is that he is he is retired. His, his wife dies of cancer and she gives him the dog and you know he is just trying to live like you know his life he is you know totally away from the assassin life he he did something you know we learned that he did something to get himself out and he's like clean he's totally out of the system well, they and explained he's done. in part one that uh old dude gave him a task that was so impossible yeah and the 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 amount of bodies that he had to bury to get out of service with To the get Russians. that marker, yeah. Uh, but he had to have help. He gave markers to a couple people to get help to finish that task so he could retire. Yeah, and one of them was Santino. And one of them was Santino, a person that John trusted but ended up being a bad person. Right. So Because of his own greed. Because of, because of his own selfishness. Yeah. You know, so so John gets these people's help that wouldn't have cashed in until they, they, they found out John came back. That he's, yeah, that he's at least somewhat active again. So, but mainly he's active because he's trying to get vengeance for Yosef and his fucking boys yeah. messing with him in his life. So in John this, Wick 2 is about him finishing things. Right. So that's why... If people didn't understand the ending, it's like, oh, why didn't he just wait or try to like shoot him from a window or something like that? You know, it's like John Wick wasn't. That's not what the point of two was. He was just like, everything has to end. Yeah. All this, all this servitude stuff has to go away, and that's why whenever he's standing there and Winston's like, think about this, John, or whatever, and he's just like, yeah, fuck it. Bam, just, just shoots him in the head. head, and he's like, what have you done? You broke the continental rules, and he's just like, fuck it, kill me then. You know, I don't care. Yeah. Well, and and that's the that's one of the things because like at the you know at the end you know he was like uh, so, you know he was like uh, basically you know he's like you you shot somebody on continental ground so, 
you know, you're in some deep shit. And he's like, why am I not already dead? And he's you like, because I allowed it. Because I, he's like, you're not dead because I allow it. And he's like, okay. And he tells the, uh, you know, the guy to do the signal or whatever. And everybody in that courtyard freezes. And he's kind of like, you're surrounded by assassins. But the only reason that they haven't killed you yet is because I'm giving you a little bit of a head start. Because he he has some measure of respect for John. And he probably understands, and he even knows that Santino was definitely being a dirty asshole about this. Because John fulfills the marker, right? Like, he fulfills the marker, Giada's dead, and he's done. And he knows, he, and Winston's even like, you got to sign off on this. John completed the job. He's done. The marker is fulfilled. And he's like, he just puts a hit out on him for like $7 million. And he's like, okay, well, now that that's done, I'm going to go ahead and just be done with John because I know that he's probably going to come after me. And it's like, that was a probably that was a smart move to be like, yeah, I don't think John's done here because he liked Giada and he did like Santino until he realized that Santino wanted his sister killed. That's why he when he shows up to, you know, to deal with Giada, he doesn't just shoot her immediately. He at least gives her an opportunity to, she kills herself. She kills herself by, by cutting her wrist. Then you get that badass and, him versus common stuff. Yeah, because he just basically puts like one bullet in her head to be like, okay, I've ended it. She's she's dead now. And well, she killed herself. He put the bullet in the head to say, it looks like I killed her. Yeah, to make it look like he did it. Yeah. So I fulfilled my marker. So, and then common comes after him, and then he Cassius kills, or Cassian. Yeah, Cassian. Yeah. And he kills him respectively. Uh, because he knows that that's his job, you know, so he comes after John, and um, if those two guys would have worked together, I mean, they could have... Oh, fuck yeah. I, I, it's it's also interesting, like, whenever he puts the, the hit out on, on Wick, and he puts the 7 million on it, and then Cassian gets it, and he's like, I'm gonna go get this motherfucker. And it's... It's then interesting. You also have Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Now she's tasked with uh, watching Santino's ass. Yeah. She's like the kind of the security for him, much like Cassian was for Giada. And then he, whenever he, you know, puts a killing blow on her or whatever, she's like, "I'll see you later," and he's like, "Sure." Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you you did. Yeah, you did. You did. But and then I, like, I like how classy his about. Uh, killing, um, you know, like good rifles. Yeah. Because it's very uh, samurai of him. Yeah. You know, because John Wick has that in him. He has some measure of that Bushido code. Yeah, the Bushido code where he's just like, you know, he's not going to like disrespect him. Whenever he knows he's already won, he's not going to just be like, you know. Like what he did with um, uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character. Mm-hmm. Where he had him at the throat, and he was like, you know, you can kill me, and then you'll end up you, you'll end up dead yourself because you ha- if you have to basically like take your hand off of that wound, you know, to shoot me, and if you do, you're gonna die. But if you keep your hand there, you'll live, you know. And so he's like, he shows him that scar where he's like, this is where you cut me, and he was like, but you also gave me an opportunity to save my life, you know. So that's why, you know, when he was like. You know, he was like, you need my help? And he was like, he's like, I need guns. And he's like, he gives him one gun and one clip with seven bullets. Yeah. And he was like, seven million dollars? Seven bullets. That's a million a, that's a, million a show. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and he was like, 
He was like, John Wick needs help. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, and then they do their thing, and he was like, get this man a gun. Get this <laughs> man a gun, yeah. And it was like, that's the first time they've worked together since The Matrix, but they've always been really good friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you could tell, like, the chemistry between them. It's like, it's just like it is when it's Neo it's and never Morpheus. Changed. It's, it's just never so really good. left. Yeah. You, because they're both really good dudes, and you can just see them two, like, just bonding. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's good whenever you can create an art and have just really good people surrounding it. Because then it's not about money. It's about what type of movie are you making here. Right. And um, that's why I think these movies are so good. Is because he's not getting like big money actors or people that's trying to make like a billion dollar movie. He's getting people that love to work together, love to do this type of stuff. They, you know... Um, yeah, because like when you when you think about it, and you're like, yeah, Common's like one of his biggest enemies in this movie, and you're like, fucking Common, really? Like when you hear that, before you see it, you're like, ah, really? I don't know about that. Common then you watch is it, straight up badass. And then you watch it in the movie, and you're like, there's that, there, there's like the part where like he runs him over in the street when he's like trying to get to the Continental, you know, and uh, they end up having that like gigantic fucking fight in the streets of Rome in the back back alleys. And then um, they end up crashing through the window into the Continental, and they're about to shoot each other. And then you know the um, the Roman guy that's like overseeing the, the Roman Continental, yeah. he's like, "Well, gentlemen, gentlemen, let's uh, you know we're on continental ground. Let's calm down, you know." And then he's no like, lie. "Do you want to get a drink?" And then like, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, and he was like, "You you know still gin?" And he was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Still bourbon?" Yeah. And then they go to the bar, and they each order each other's drinks and stuff. And it's just one of those things where it's like, it's like we we went from just trying to kill each other like a just a, about a minute or two ago, to having a drink at the bar. And it's comments like, you know, I can't let this go. Can you? And he's like, I know. I know. <laughs> you know yeah. Or whatever. And he's like, you know, I gotta try my best to take you out. And he was like, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what's just the thing that he tells him? He was like, he was like, I'm gonna make it quick, considered a professional courtesy, you know. And he tells that to to John. And then later on, when he stabs him in the heart, and he was like, he's like, that's currently in your aorta. He's like, if you move it, he's like, it will kill you. <laughs> and he's like, consider that. Consider that a professional courtesy. Professional courtesy. And then you just see like, Thomas just like, he's just kind of like. And okay. Then what you can hear, which you guys might not notice, whenever he walks out of the train and the camera pans away, you hear him like pull it out. Oh, okay. So he can die fast. Yeah. Because if he leaves it in, he's going to die slow. He's going to die either way. Yeah. But you can hear the sound of him pulling it out whenever he John leaves. Oh, I didn't realize that in the sound edit. Okay. I'd have to go back and, and look at the, the yeah. very end of that scene again because I didn't realize that, that he actually he did pull the knife. he tells him how to do it. He just pull it out and he just, he, he dies. Yeah, but if he leaves it in, he'll, he'll die slower. He'll die slow. And he might have a possibility of trying to get help for it, but he's probably going to die. He knows he's going to die. So he's, he's like, I'm just going to end it, yeah. I mean, he's not going to be able to go to a hospital trick, with that no. kind of wound. I mean, it's directly in he's his like, chest. are you going to sit there and suffer? And he's just like, I mean, John Wick just beat me. That's that's what happened. I mean, yeah, he just he was kind of like don't feel bad. He's like I'm gonna allow you to have a warrior's death. You can have a warrior's death. Basically, and, yeah. 
that's very uh, Bushido code. Like, very I'm going to mortally wound you, but... It's up to you. But it's up to you to when decide. When and how you want to die. Yeah, but it's up to you how you want to die. You're going to die. It's just when and how is up to you. Yeah, I'm just going to give you the courtesy of you allowing, you know, t- taking that upon yourself. Do you want to die like a warrior, or do you want to sit there and suffer like a bitch? Basically? Yeah, and th- and th- have time to think and about Tom how you fucked like up. Like a warrior, because he's a straight up badass. Yeah. <laughs> what I almost saw like that scene, like when he sees uh, John coming through that like archway uh, at, when he's in Rome, and he just got through dealing with Giada, and he was like John, and he's like Cassian. He was like, you working again? He was like, yeah. He's like, was it a good night? He was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, shit. So then he kind of starts reaching for, like, his gun, and you see John Wick pull, go for his gun, and then all of a sudden it's, like, one of those, like, Old West duels, like, okay, who's going to draw first? And they both draw at each other and then start shooting and stuff. It's that fucking moment is badass. I, I almost got chills Common, when I saw that again because it's isn't the in Matrix, tension of that moment yeah, where they're just so staring good. each other down. I was like, if Common isn't in Matrix 4, they just fucking fell. Oh, man. Oh, he, amaz- Wouldn't it be amazing if he was like like Morpheus's brother or something? You oh, know? yeah, yeah. That would be amazing, you know? Um, or he was like, uh, you know, maybe related to like Tank or Dozer or something like that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'd like to see Common in Matrix. The Matrix. Yeah, he would be pretty good he's in that. He's a good I actor. Mean, I mean, he's a good actor. Fucking star. bring Roy Jones Jr. back. What the hell else is he doing? He's not doing shit. He ain't doing about fuck all but right I now. I would like to see Roy Jones Jr. Bring, bring Jada Pinkett back. Hell yeah, bring Naomi back. Yeah. Just don't put Will Smith in it because he, he lost his chance. <laughs> I, I, no, I, you it, fucked up. No, it'd be cool to see like a cameo by Will. Um, or if he wants to play like a minor character or something. Uh, but the, 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 the wheel thing, wherever he, you know, he was, um, offered the Neo thing, it would have never worked anyway. Like, we, we talked about that before, he was just, you know, he's... Yeah. I think we've talked about on the Matrix episodes. He's, he's a little too, uh, he's a little too smooth and stuff to be Neo. Yeah. Neo needs to be a little bit more rough around the a edges. A little geeky, and, kind of. And, and Neo, Neo fits that. When you see him, it makes sense. Yeah. Because he absolutely, and I think what it is is that maybe Will Smith has too much charisma. He might have maybe worked possibly as Morpheus because Morpheus has to have that personality. Yeah, yeah. Will he might Will, have worked better as Morpheus Will instead could of have Neo? Pulled off a of Morpheus, but not in those days. Now in these days, he could pull off. Morpheus. He could probably pull off. But a Morpheus. in those days, that Will Smith couldn't have pulled off Morpheus. No, no. Nowadays, if you were doing it now, he probably it's could like, be. It's like we a, need a new Morpheus, like a reboot of Morpheus, like a ma- like a reboot of the Matrix Morpheus. Yeah. And you got Will Smith. I'd be like, I'm down. It's Morpheus, but he has a different look, kind of like how the the Oracle was able to change her look. Yeah, to explain how they look different. Yeah. But if if and if they're doing Matrix Four, and they have Morpheus, it better be fucking Lawrence. It needs to be Lawrence Fishburne or be Riot. You know, you got to have Lawrence Fishburne. We burn Warner Brothers to the ground. <laughs> yeah, the fucking frog and all. Um, but uh, that racist ass frog. <laughs> the fucking frog. But like the thing when they said that like uh, that this movie it, it had like elements from Enter the Dragon and I'm like okay the only thing that you can even say remotely is close is when they're in the uh, the art museum and they're in the mirror exhibit and that like that like uh, uh, what do they call it it's supposed to be like a future exhibit of like how art will be in the future and there's all the mirrors and you know Wick is trying to figure out like where are they related to the mirrors that's the only time that anything in this movie even resembles enter the dragon yeah it's it's 
that is a little bit of an homage. But there's a lot of people that have done like a mirror type thing where, you know, the enemy has run off into an area where there's like mirrors and stuff. A lot of people have done that before as like an homage to Enter the Dragon. And I'm like, you know what? I'm cool with it. Because when I read that, I didn't think that that scene reminded me of Enter the Dragon. And then after I read that comment and then I watched the movie again, I'm like, I can kind of see where they come from on that. But that's literally one scene. And to me... I, I feel like Santino is almost more like a Bond villain. Because yeah. that's kind of how... Even the whole thing with him you know, running and trying to get away from John Wick and they're in that museum, it reminds me of like a sequence from a Bond movie. It kind of reminds you of like Casino Royale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's, I was trying to think, like, is there a specific thing I'm trying to think of? And yes, it's Casino Royale. That, yeah. there's, there's a little bit of, of a hint of that in Because of that stuff where you... They think they're the smartest person in the room, and then when they realize they're not, yeah, and they have uh, James Bond or in this case John Wick coming Wick, after yeah. them, they're like, "I have to get the fuck out of here." I am way over my head now. Yeah, and that's exactly what happens in Casino Royale, where he's just kind of like with a uh, Le Chief. Yeah, with Le Chief, because whenever he realizes the poisoning of Bond didn't work, he's like, and he I, comes back to the table. He's like, got to I, get the fuck out of here. I need, I needs to get the fuck out. And it doesn't work again, and he gets fucking killed. Yeah, um, which is exactly what happens with the John Wick stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, you think you can go hide somewhere, and then John Wick's just like, it's like I'm on kind of the ground. You know, you can have a great life here, and he's like. Fucking cutting a steak and just mocking John. Wick he's he's like he's like oh, I love duck fat, you know. And he's like chewing this stuff. It's like oh, he's such an asshole. And as soon as he puts that bullet in Santino's head, you're like fuck yes. Yeah, you're like shit. But are you gonna fucking die now? Oh my god, what? It's like man, oh Johnny boy. Okay, I That's understand. Like, that was fucking awesome. I would have shot him in the fucking head too. But God, are you gonna die now? Shit. It's like. Well, that's the thing because then you know every you know people were complaining about like okay well so apparently everybody in fucking New York are like trained killers right and it's like they have assassins everywhere and they hide in plain sight. No, well the story of John Wick is pretty obvious from the start that the most assassins are in New York. Yeah, like it, this is a all over the world type uh, organization, but the most assassins are in New York City. Well, because New York is one of the most populous cities in the world. Yeah, so that that's like has like some of the best and some of the most assassins are all because, in New York. Uh, well, Wick he lives in New Jersey, doesn't he? Because his license plate on the Mustang is from New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. So he lives in Jersey, but when he needs to go he do is work, in Jersey country. Yeah, because that's where his house was until Santino decided yeah. he wanted to fucking you know launch uh, incendiary rounds into his house. That was when he fucked up. As soon as he set his house on fire, he should have known that he his fucked picture up. And stuff, and then he goes yeah. there and he's like, "We have rules and all this kind of stuff." And, and then he's like doing those, like, "You can make a good life here," and he's just like, "Bop." Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, "What have you done?" Ended it. Yeah. And, and I think that uh, that's one of the things that's interesting is that like nearly. Every type of person, you know, is an assassin working for them. Because he has the the big, like, I don't know if he's a sumo, but he, he, he kind of has movement similar to a sumo. Right, right. He fights that dude. There's the lady that's playing the violin. I mean, he, he, he fucks her up pretty bad. Then, like, when he's walking by the one counter and it's like, 
uh, the one guy, he's like filling something out with like uh, with the pencils. Is he doing like Sudoku? I forgot what he was doing. Forget, but he was killed it Sudoku? some fucking but people he, with the fucking pencil. He killed three men with the fucking pencil. <laughs> and he literally does that in this movie because he does those, those, those guys movie. at the counter, he fucks them up with that pencil. Uh, yet again, like the one he shoves it into the dude's ear, and you're like, oh, you're like, oh, oh fuck, man. I, I was watching that last night, and I'm like, oh shit, that unsettles me. Oh. oh. So after this, after I watched this, I was like, I gotta watch Mandalorian to kind of clear my mind of some of the shit that he does in this movie. But it's literally how the the first dialogue of this movie is uh, uh, Peter Starmeyer. Uh, fucking, uh... He's like, he's like he talking like, to the he dude. He was like, he once, I once seen him, you know, he was like telling the same story uh, that his three brother... three people with a fucking, fucking He's pencil. like, yeah, yeah, fucking pencil. I, I, I heard of a fucking pencil. I heard this one. He was like, he did that! <laughs> he did it! Who the fuck does that? He's Who the like, fuck does that? That's crazy! And then John Wick comes in and he fucking kills all the guys and then they like pour the drink and stuff. He and pours the vodka and, and then he's John like, Wick's uh, like, it's done. Yeah. And then the, the Peter Starmeyer is like, it's done. Because I forget the word that he says in Russian, but he's basically, he's like, peace. And he's like, peace, yeah, fuck, I don't... Because yeah. he realized at the end of that, he was like... Uh, there's that moment <laughs> when um, he answers the phone, and he is like, he's like, hello? And then he's like, he, he says in Russian, he's like, I want my car. And he says like something, something, and he says like machina at the end, and you know, and it's like in, in in Russian. And when you see the translation, it says I want my car, and he's just kind of like, he was like John, let's. T-. And then he like hangs up on him, and he's like, he goes to hang up the phone. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> he's but he like, basically kills everyone there, and then he goes in there, and he's just into uh, Abram's the, office. The dude's like, fuck. He's gonna kill. He's me. like, you, he's like visibly shaking. And then he like pours because he knows he's about to die. And then John Wick's just like, peace, peace, and he's like, yeah, peace, okay. And then that's the end of the Russian part of that story. That's basically, I was like going back and watching this. I'm like, it's interesting because that's the kind of like the epilogue. Of John Wick One, yeah, where it's, it's kind of like this is like the leftover bit. He he's not quite done. It's, it's fourteen minutes into the the movie before the John Wick logo even shows up. Yeah, so it's kind of like they a, like a James Bond cold open. Yeah, they basically show you the end of the first movie. Yeah. So he he goes there and he's just like, I don't want to keep killing the Russians or your people or my people. Yeah. Because you know he's Jordani. Jo- uh, uh, that's his real name, Jordani. Uh, this is his real first name. Um, it's not John Wick. It's Jordani because he's you know he he's from the Russian mob. Uh, <laughs> John Wick is from the Russian mob. That's uh, but um, uh, you know that's why he was just like you know peace. Yeah. I don't want to keep killing you. I just want this over. I want my car. I want my and, car. I want to get the fuck out of here. Fucking bothering me. I don't. I don't want anyone coming after me. And he's just like, you know, you kill my brother, kill my nephew, but I understand. Yeah. So and he's tired of losing people. Yeah. Also, because basically he doesn't have anybody left to work in his shop. Yeah. So he's just kind of like, okay, this is a truce. I I will not come after you. And there is an announced John Wick four, and I would I would expect to Pete I, I I do expect to see Peter in in that one. Uh, to, to me, I, I feel like he should be in part four. 
Yeah. Because he doesn't die. Yeah, well, and he has... He's made peace with him, so it could be that maybe Abram might become, like, an ally that he can go to when he needs help. Like, if he needs weapons or something, like, maybe he goes to visit him, possibly. You know? um, That kind of thing. But we'll go ahead and we'll take a break here, and then uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about uh, action sequences. (laughs) Yes! So, yeah, this is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. If you can't imagine how many people he killed in that soundtrack, just imagine every time there's like a beat. <laughs> Gunshots. <laughs> there's headshots. Right. People were dying every time there's like a boom, 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 death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, uh, the, when he's just trying to get out of Rome after dealing with Giada, oh, the amount of people <laughs> that he has to deal with on her security team. That's trying to, you know, and then also, like, because uh, uh, Ruby Rose, like, she's there, too, to kind of keep an eye on him. Yeah. You know, uh, her When character. in Rome. Yeah, when in Rome. Uh, shoot the fuck out of everybody. Uh, I think that's, isn't that what it says in the t-shirt when you yeah. get in Rome? It says, when in Rome, shoot the fuck out of everybody. Because fuck Rome, That's what John Wick did. Yeah. Um, and he basically. Don't, don't do any terrorist act against, against Rome. Um, yeah, we'll we'll just say that because I feel like we have to now because <laughs> of crazy people shooting up shit like Navy bases and America and stuff. Oh yeah, yes. we're, we're about to talk about that in the comments. Really? Yeah, that, that's something we're actually about to talk about. We're about to, we're about to talk about yeah. Okay, let's some, some stuff. Let's, let's get in that. Okay, so uh, so so this starts off where it says this is the wet dream fantasy. Of booger eaters and video game dorks with an emotional age of nine. Payday so, 2, by the way. You can play as John Wick. Payday 2. Yeah. Go ahead. Speaking of video games, yeah. Good plug. Good plug, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so John Wick is like the Harlem Globetrotters and the bad guys are the hapless generals. I think, I think that I was nine years old the last time I enjoyed that bit of entertainment, which was about the same time I gave up on kung fu movies. If someone kills a dog in a movie, a huge segment of our population will blow a bowel out in protest. Yet there is enough human death in this bomb of a movie to fill a mass grave the size of Delaware. Doesn't this seem strange to anyone? I bet this movie is the favorite of potential school shooters, serial killers, and other psychopaths all across America. But he's, uh, but he's good to his dog, you know, a pit bull, of course. I saw the original John Wick, and I thought it was pretty brain-dead, but this takes it up a notch. 
your intelligence needs to be so below 80 to truly enjoy this movie. This so, is for dumb teenagers who needs bad CGI to like a movie. So he watched part one, hated it, and then he had to watch part two so he can come. So he can be like, they didn't learn anything. This movie's even more shit. So and I'm not he, even done. There's a little bit more of this rant. He watched both but, movies, though. Yeah. Like, he didn't like part one, so he watched part two? Yeah, so it says, I saw the original John Wick <laughs> and thought it was pretty brain dead, but this ticks it up a notch. Your intelligence needs to be so below 80 to truly enjoy this movie. <laughs> this is for dumb teenagers who need bad CGI to like a movie. This movie is for people who had a hard time understanding the Fast and the Furious movies. People who thought that the storyline was too hard to follow. Hollywood has actually managed to dumb down a movie to a new record low. If it's violence you want, why don't you just surf clips on YouTube instead? John Wick 2 has a storyline that reminded me of a porno without the nudity. It's just people flying in the air in different positions. Wow. Oh, so one, he watched part one, didn't like it. Yeah. Then watched part two. And said it, it said part one was brain dead, and then this one ratchet up the brain deadness, if, I, if that's even a phrase. I'm just going to say it, brain deadness, to a new level. And he was like, well, the first movie was shit. I hated it. So I watched this movie, and this movie's even more shit than the first one. It's like, okay, so for one, if you watch a part one of something, let's just say, hypothetically, you watch part one of, um, uh, what, shit, let's see. I'm trying to think of something good that that's comparable. Let's say you watched uh, part one of the Avengers. Okay, like, yeah, just, just the original Avengers movie? And then you're like, ah, this sucks, I hate it. I don't really know this, I want to do this comic book thing. And you going to go watch part two? Yeah, it's like, yeah, the first Avengers, I don't know, this, this kind of sucked. Hey, Age of Ultron's coming out. Yeah, okay, I'll go see it. I'll go see it. You know, I really, yeah, this movie's kind of shit, too. I really didn't like that. It's like, well, Infinity War's about to come out. Yeah, I'll go yeah, see okay, it. Yeah, okay, I guess I'll go watch it. Yeah, this movie's shit, too. It's How many like, of these shitty movies are you, gonna you're going to do? You're never going to like it. You're never going to like it. If you didn't it. like the first one, why did you, for one, why did you watch the first one, and then hate it, and then watch the second one, and then comment about it? Right, yeah. Because it seems like... You're just a person on the internet that just wants to bitch about something. Right. And that's a lot of times what, what it is with these guys is that, and I would imagine most of these comments are guys, unless they specify that they're a female, I'm going to assume that they're guys because guys are horrible about shit like this. And look, it's nothing sexist. It's just guys just... Guys uh, the guys take shit like this way more seriously than women do in they're most like, occasions. This movie... I mean, I, I seen uh, uh, a post on Reddit that said this is what should happen in John Wick 2. And that's what I wanted to happen in John Wick 2. So fuck this movie. It's well, like, fuck this movie. The leaks were wrong, you know. It's like Reddit doesn't fucking write scripts. No. It's like that was the same shit that happened with The Last Jedi. Everybody was like, oh, I got my Snoke theory. I got my Ray theory. I got my Kylo Ren theories. That I got all this shit. And then Ryan Johnson's like, fuck all of that. None of that shit you guys are talking about is what I'm doing. That's and they were like, fuck this movie. That's literally the entire entirety of the negative opinions on The Last Jedi. 
movie didn't do what I thought movie was going to do, so thus I hate movie. Yeah, I'll, and it's I'll, like, I'll, how about just going to a movie and not having expectations? Yeah, they're like, I wanted it to, to be like, uh, uh, Ray's actually, um... Luke's other sister or some bullshit <laughs> like that. And it's like She's Luke's cousin. It's like, what? It's like, look, if they give me a twist like that in this new Star Wars, I'm walking the fuck out. I and mean, I love, I love Star Wars. Yeah. I fucking love it. I wouldn't even go on a computer and fucking say I hate it. I'll just be like, okay, you're not trying anymore. JJ kind of uh, JJ kind of went off the deep end, which is not what I'm expecting. I'm no, saying, we're not expecting it to be horrible. I'm expecting it to be great. But see, that's the thing. It's like if you okay, so let's just say hypothetically, right, that like you had seen Force Awakens and you didn't like it. Right. Would you want to go out and watch The Last Jedi, no, knowing that the first Netflix movie you didn't like, knowing you didn't like it? But then would your next thing be like, oh, I'm going to go on IMDb and I'm going to bitch about it because of how much I hated both of them. I just feel like, okay. And I didn't hate The Force Awakens when I watched it. We were disappointed a little bit by Force Awakens because we felt like it was too safe. I was was like, I've seen A New Hope, thanks. Yeah. We already saw saw this movie. It was called A New Hope. It was from 1977. But okay, trying to reboot it. It's like, fine. And then we watched the last Jedi. It's like okay, they tried. This is all kinds of different. This shit. is yeah. This is taking Star Wars to a new level, and I like it. And a lot of times, like especially because I, I I drive a lot, so I have to listen to podcasts to keep my sanity. And a lot of the Star Wars podcasts, you you hear these people that are like, yeah, I didn't really like Last Jedi, or like I, there was like a big parts of it that I didn't like, and it kind of ruined the movie for me. And it, people would have their nitpicks and stuff like that. And, you know, it's like some of these people, they, they run Star Wars podcasts. Like, they literally, like, you know, they make money by doing a Star Wars-based podcast where they talk about stuff in the Star Wars world, whether it's the comics or the TV shows, the movies, whatever. And, like, there's so many of them that are like, you know, I had really big issues with stuff in The Last Jedi, and I hated, you know, The Last Jedi, but I'm excited to see what J.J.'s going to do with this new one. You know, and it's like, I hear that so often... And then, uh, you know, the uh, one uh, host from um, the Collider Jedi Council, Emma, she was like, she was like, I understand that a lot of people had gripes about Luke, but she's like, I like the version of Luke they gave us in Return in, in uh, the the Last Jedi, because she's like, he, he is different from Return of the Jedi, Luke, because he's grown, he's a human, he's went through some things, he's seen things, and he's changed as a person. She's like to expect him to be the same guy. 30 years later with all the things that happened at his temple she's like that's she's like why are people expecting luke to be the same person and i'm like yes exactly you know that was my point like luke's not going to be the same guy he's been through some shit he saw one of his students his own nephew murder his whole fucking school that he tried to build and he tried to build that because he thought that's what Obi-Wan and Yoda were trying to get him to be. He was going to be the next Jedi Grandmaster and, and well, follow that, in those footsteps. And, I mean, what you're talking about is literally a character arc. Yeah. And people were like, oh, I fucking hate this. This isn't the Luke I know from Return of the Jedi. Steve, what's my favorite Star Wars movie? Because he knows this. Oh, Empire Strikes Back. No, it's not. Come on. Yes, it is. Absolutely. It's the, it's come Empire on. Tell the people the truth. Quit bullshitting No, them. it is. It's Attack of the Clones. 
<laughs> okay, let's get the to holiday the real truth. Movie. The holiday movie. The holiday special is the goat. That's the one. That's yeah, the with one. Lumpy because they have the, the bad cartoon. The Chewbacca's getting the Christmas present. Yeah, he needs to get back to his family. And, and then he's got Han his weird killed son. the stormtrooper by pushing him over the rail. <laughs> it was such a. He good threw movie. a lunchbox at him, and he's yeah, like, and ah! <laughs> such a good movie. Such a good movie. Yeah. Uh, it was the holiday special. Yeah, it, it is the goat of all the Star Wars <laughs> movies. <laughs> no, it's Empire Strike. No, it's Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Return uh, of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've been drinking, so Steve probably didn't even think of that. That's, what, fa- I, that's what, what I meant to say. Yeah, but my favorite Star Wars movie is Return of the Jedi, right? Return and of the I'm Jedi. just using yeah. this as an example. And the the thing is, is that, like, and this isn't a Star Wars rant. We're going to get back to Jedi in a, a second. It is a Star Wars rant. Yeah, I mean, well, we're kind of using this to, to explain a point, right? Yeah, but it so is many, so many times, <laughs> uh, so many times I hear people that would say like, "Well, you know, that's not the Luke that I remember. Luke would never take the lightsaber and throw it over his shoulder like he doesn't care." It's like he he doesn't care about that shit anymore. He he's like, I'm done with it. He's like, the light, you know, my lightsaber, the Force, all this shit. He's like, I don't care because he's like, all it's done is bring me pain. He's like, my own nephew fucking turned against me because of this shit. He's like, I'm a failure. Obi-Wan and Yoda probably think I'm some kind of a loser because I can't do this. And he's trying to murder his nephew. He did, well, for a split second he did, yes. And that, and that, that's like, just shows... i the fuck out of my nephew. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that he's like, you know, he's looking at possibly a moment where you could have another Darth Vader situation where somebody becomes so evil that it's like... It's it's almost like if you right before if if, if you had a, an inkling that Hitler was going to become the Führer or he was going to become the Chancellor of Germany, which he did, you know. And if you but had would a, you have if, killed that baby if you knew what Hitler was going to be? Well, that's the thing. It's like if you if because Luke is only basing this off of his experience in dealing with Vader. Vader was twisted and turned to the dark side. So if he sees that the dark side is potentially in his nephew, right? He's like, well, maybe I could just end it now, and we wouldn't have another Darth Vader-like tyrant. So he ignites his lightsaber, and then he thinks, the fuck am I doing? I'm going to murder my own nephew? Like, he hasn't done anything yet. He's like, he hasn't done anything yet. So he has a moment of weakness. He fucks up. He makes a mistake. Characters are allowed to make mistakes. They are. And it's not a mistake. It's it's, It's the right... It's... He I mean, had he had the right thought for a second, but then he's like, "What the fuck am I doing?" It's not a mistake because if you're a person that's like, "I would definitely kill baby Hitler," to <laughs> to stop what Hitler did, it's like that's that's something messed up in your head because you can't kill a baby. Yeah, that, that's the whole thing. It's like if you knew if you could time travel and go back and kill baby Hitler so that he never did the, the baby Holocaust hasn't or done any anything. of that. But the baby hasn't done anything. He hasn't become a man yet and make man decisions. Now, if you were like, I'm going to shoot Hitler in the face right before he can be... I'm going to time travel and shoot Hitler in the face right before, before he becomes, he becomes chancellor. chancellor. Cool. But if you're like, I'm going to kill baby Hitler, it's like, no. That's that's too much. Yeah. You can't kill baby Hitler. Baby, baby or kid Hitler or nothing like that hasn't done anything yet. Now, if you you want to you want to kill uh, 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 almost Chancellor Hitler, sure, kill him. Yeah, because at that point he's made enough decisions that you you can tell where he's going. And that's the decision Luke made. Luke, Luke made the decision of Kylo Ren 
as still of a kid in the academy. He's like, I, I, I can't kill him because he's still a kid. He has not turned yet. Yeah. And then eventually Snook would get into his mind and corrupt yeah. him. But that's the thing is that like that's that's a character arc and it's it's Luke growing and changing and, and becoming something different. One of the things that I saw about this movie is that people were like he just kills people and there's no story. Like there's you know, John doesn't grow as a person, he doesn't become any better, and it's like well for one, the story's not done because you haven't seen, you know, part three if you're just at this point. You know, if you haven't seen part three, then you don't know what happens. But uh it it, it's, I would find people in the comments that are like, all this is is just like a way for him to, to kill people. You know, and it's like, oh, he's just shooting people in the face. This is boring because there's no growth or anything. If you go into the movie, right, and I, and I did this because I was like, I'm just, I'm just interested in this. We already talked about the fact that the beginning of this movie is kind of the epilogue to the previous movie, right? right. Where it's him finishing up his story with the Russians and getting his yes, car back. It's like a 14-minute long part. Yeah, 14, 15 minutes of like kind of an epilogue for the first movie. And then you get the title sequence and you see it's John Wick Chapter 2. And you're like, cool, now we're into the new story where it's him kind of like dealing with all of the shit that happened after that. So then... You go nearly 40 minutes until he actually gets to Rome and starts to do the sequence with Giada where he's going to have to kill her and then figure his way out of Rome and get back to the States. Right. So you go, so you're basically, you've spent an entire hour, you know, or you spent 40 minutes at least where he's not killed a person. He got his house burned down. He had to walk over to the Continental with his dog and figure shit out, and, you know, he has to deal with this whole thing with the marker and all this kind of stuff, and he talks to Winston, and Winston's like, you know, you, you have to handle this shit, you know, and so then he goes and talks to Santino and reluctantly agrees to go deal with Giada. That's like 40 minutes. And for the people who wanted to say, like, this is just mindless and just killing everybody, he didn't even do that until, like, another 40 minutes into the movie after the, the, the kind of the epilogue sequence. So, anytime somebody wants to say, like, these are just mindless action movies, it's like, no, the, there's a reason for all this shit happening on the screen that you're seeing, you know? Right. And this, uh, it, like, okay, so there's this one thing that I had saved where it says uh, the, the whole entire movie is just John Wick carrying a gun and shooting people. What made me mad at first is that John Wick never runs out of ammo and he never gets shot. Like, uh, uh, from all the people he killed, not one gun could have even shot him. I find that hard to believe. How many bullet shots does he take in this movie? Oh, where he gets shot himself? Where not he, many. Yeah, he gets, or, but he does get shot. He does get shot. Yeah. Now, if in case you are retarded, or maybe you weren't paying attention, you were playing Snake on your Nokia, uh, which people are wont to do, right? Um, instead of paying attention to a movie, people do it all the time. People do it all the time. They fucking playing Snake on their Nokia. They're like, "Oh, I gotta get to the new level in Candy Crush." You're in a fucking movie theater. You paid money to watch a movie, or you, you paid to rent this through a streaming service or something, and then you're just fucking around on your phone and weren't paying attention. Yeah. Literally, when he gets to the Continental to start preparing for his his job against Giada, he literally goes to the uh, tailor. And gets tactical bulletproof uh, weave installed into his suit. 
Which the yep. guy basically tells him. He even shows him like they fired some rounds into a into like a like a mannequin dummy, and he's like, "It's it's bulletproof." He was like, "But he's like, it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt." He's like, "The bullet doesn't penetrate, but it, it does hurt. I mean, it does leave marks. It, it will leave you sore." He was like, "But you'll survive. It won't kill you." And so he he ends up having that tactical suit on when he's dealing with Giada's goons and all of her right. security people. He also does run out of ammunition in this movie. When he has the... Uh, multiple the, times. Multiple He runs out of ammo a lot. When he is in the um, uh, the sequence where he's dealing... Uh, where he goes back to kill Santino at the museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we, we talked about the whole sequence where he goes to meet with um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character. I forgot his name. Uh, shit, I forgot his character's name. Uh... I can't remember, uh, but he goes and he visits him, and then he ends up getting the gun with seven bullets. He uses all seven bullets trying to kill Santino, and he kills some of his security guys. And then he basically has to start taking ammunition and guns from the people that he kills. So, and you even see him checking the chamber to see how many bullets he's got. Video game style. Right, yeah, it's kind of like in a video game where you run over pickups and you're like, okay, I just killed a bunch of guys, let me go take their ammunition, I might swap and get one of their guns. Far yeah. Cry, starring Keanu Reeves. Oh, fuck, that would be awesome. Um, but, yeah, but it's like he, he runs out that of ammunition. That would be an awesome movie. That would Especially be awesome. if you, you have, like, one of those foreign country things where he's just, like, going through, like, camps. Oh, yeah. Like, when you go through, like, the, the camps and, like, try to take him out and then, you know, have your people take over. Building up a revolution and just, yeah. like, taking over camps. That's, like, that's the whole movie. Or I can make a TV oh. series. Oh, yeah. No, that'd be ah, awesome. Shit, we have too many good ideas. Right, yeah. Hollywood, hook us up, man. Um, Hollywood would hate us. We'd make them money. Right, yeah. Everyone in Hollywood. These guys are so good. Why are you so good? We uh, won't fail, though. <laughs> so Luke we can write it off. Aziz Ansari in a show. Like, <laughs> We're going to get Bill Burr. No. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Because <laughs> you just put him in everything now. It's like, but, we're going to put Kevin Hart in this. Why did it fail? And it's like, because Kevin Hart is not funny anymore. <laughs> but the, the thing that gets me is that, like, somebody's that, like, he's not, he doesn't run out of ammo. It's like, you literally see him, like, taking guns from these guys as he's killing them. And some of them, he'll put them in, like, a judo move, and he'll shoot a couple of guys, and then check and see if there's anything left with that gun, and if there isn't, He'll throw it away or he'll throw the clip away and then maybe get a clip from another guy's gun. And if that doesn't match the clip that he's got, you know, he might have to switch guns. Like, you see him going through all this shit because that's logical. If you're in a situation where you start off with seven bullets and you got to figure out how you're going to kill, like, 50 guys, you're going to have to improvise and find and get their weaponry you're as you kill them. you have to find all the pencils you can. Yeah, you have to get all the fucking number twos, man. Yeah, and just because... Fucking stick them in the ear, hit them in the eye... You know, whatever you got to do. <laughs> but the thing that where Pencil uh, that dick? <laughs> oh, man, this is what happens when you've been drinking. Uh, you, you just start talking about pencils and dicks. It's only the, the logical step. Right, yeah, that's just where you go. I mean, that's just obvious. Uh, but, uh, like, it says... Um, uh, what was the the thing where it said uh, about the psychopaths and killers? Yeah, yeah, yes. 
uh, doesn't, uh, you know, it's like it, people were, you know, saying like, well, you know, that you kill the dog in the movie and everybody's like, ah, those motherfuckers, you know, they, they deserved it, you know, but it's like he leaves a, a body trail big enough to, you know, fill a graveyard the size of Delaware, you know, and uh, he's like, uh, yeah, human death in this uh, bomb of a movie to fill a mass grave the size of Delaware. Doesn't this seem strange to anyone? I bet this movie is the favorite of potential school shooters, serial killers, and other psychopaths across across America. And when I read that, I was like, okay, so we're going back to the old, uh, to the, the good old scapegoat of everything in media is violent, and thus that's why society's violent. You know, the guy who fired the shots at the country music concert in Vegas, the Virginia Tech shooter, Columbine. Um, the uh, Sandy Hook uh, Elementary School massacre, and they killed the kids and all that stuff. And it's, it's all fake. It's, it's a gay fraud. <laughs> oh hey, Alex Jones, what's up? Um, they're it's they're making fake. the friggin' dogs no. gay. No, no, uh, no shooting is real. It's all. It's all done by Obama the government. Did it. It's all the government. Yeah, Obama's still ruling the Congress and he had them killed. They're oh. trying to take our guns. Yeah. And it's like every time that we have one of those like mass shootings everybody's like is our entertainment too violent? Is our video games too violent? Do we love stuff like John Wick too much? And like The Expendables and you know these action movies. It has nothing to do with it. It's like but the thing is is that like there has to be something else. Mental health is not what it used to be. Because when we were kids, what was the show we watched? We watched Rambo. Rambo killed a fuck ton of people. We watched Commando. We watched uh, Predator, where people would just get fucking ripped apart and fucking, you know, even just, like, pull their skeleton out and shit. We've never killed anyone. We've never killed anybody. You watch fucking, um... There's plenty of deaths and stuff like Total Recall, another Arnold movie. You know, I mean, you, you look at uh, the fucking RoboCop. RoboCop is disgusting as fuck to watch. Rent. There's a ton of... A lot of people die in rent. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look AIDS. at the... AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't quite relate to what I'm talking about, but I was okay. just kidding. I was yeah, kidding. Um, I had to throw a drug out, joke out there because it was it was getting a little too serious. <laughs> but, that's, but that's my thing is that, like, everybody always wants to point to stuff like this, and I'm like, this is just a movie. Why are we constantly trying to take stuff like this and say that this is the reason why people want to run into like a school and shoot a bunch of people? You know, it's like we 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 grew up watching action movies. Oh, I grew yeah. up watching Terminator and Commando and Predator and Rambo and you know fucking Bloodsport and Kickboxer and like all these movies. I've watched kung fu movies since I was like a little kid. Yeah, you know, grew we grew up, up watching all this shit. Yeah, grew up watching stuff like. Uh... Uh, Barry Gordy's Last Dragon and uh, yeah. Iron Monkey and uh, you know uh, uh, Rocky and uh, yeah the Rocky movies and know, fucking he's got CTE and brain damage and all this shit and yeah. Sport and you know all that kind of stuff like that those are all fun action movies that, that yeah. came out Showdown in Little Tokyo we did an episode about Showdown in Little Tokyo so check it out it's Showdown in Little Tokyo yeah there's a there's a lot of killing in that movie I mean that movie has that movie is pretty straightforward just pretty simple plot and uh, there's a there's a lot of killing in that movie yeah you know a lot of Dolph Lundgren movies have a lot of killing in it The Expendables has a lot of killing in it. But the thing is, warning is that, shot. Warning shot. But the thing is, is that it's a fucking movie, and it's not real life. And for the people who want to scapegoat a movie like this and say 
well, you know, it, it's you know the John Wick movies, and it's it's Marilyn Manson, and it's all these things that are causing people. It's to all survive. based on a true story, right? Yeah, it's like no, it's like it's a it's a fantasy movie for one because assassin guilds don't exist like this that we know of, right? Yeah. Um, oh shit! What's that red dot? No. Oh shit! Steve's gone. <laughs> that's not that's not how any of that works. No, that's not how the force works. But yeah, they wouldn't like put a red dot on you for one no because that's just dumb it's like oh what's that red dot dodge and also you can't dodge a bullet well when you get good enough you don't have to (laughs) but if you you know you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a bullet yeah i think that's a direct quote from dodgeball good good call sir good call you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a bullet, <laughs> and then he just he just shoots patches of Houlihan. Just you know, shoots Justin Long in the <laughs> face. It's like, oh shit! I just killed a guy. <laughs> oh shit! I just killed a guy. <laughs> patches of Houlihan just shot Justin Long's character in the face. That would have been a funnier way to get him out off the team if he just murdered. He just one got of shot in the face by patches. Because Patches is a crazy old bastard. He just fucking pulled a pistol out of the gym and just fucking shot. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a bullet. <laughs> oh, shit. I guess that, that doesn't really work anymore. That does not work. It worked back in the 60s. It was good back then. So uh, how many people have you killed? About 847. 847. There's only one good dodgeball player I've ever played with. He could dodge bullets. His name is Nia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there was one kid in Cambodia that I stabbed once, but he lived. He lived. He just got a nasty scar and a good story. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, for 17 days before he died. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good story for like 17 days until he bled out. <laughs> it's like, this dude's fucking crazy. I think this is the kind of motherfucker that went to Nam and made a necklace out of ears. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look how many ears I got. These are, these are really pretty because this kid was six. Yeah. Like, what? Good skin. Good skin. Good skin. Still clean. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But even like it. something like Universal Soldier. How many people fucking die in Universal Soldier? Like they kill like a bunch of people in that movie. My name is Sergeant Andrew Scott. He had the fucking ears. He went crazy. Yeah, that's what made me think of because the uh, Universal <sighs> Soldier had the fucking necklace made out of ears from Vietnamese kids. It's like, oh god. Or like soldiers, he's like. Bolo Young's con. character from Bloodsport would have wore ears. He probably, yeah, yeah. If he could award the ears of everyone that he like, almost killed and knocked out, he would have. Yeah, well, it, you know, it's just like I, I think what it is a lot of times is that like people want to scapegoat movies like this and say that this is why like kids are violent and and people are fucked up. It's like just be a parent, you know. If you know that your kid is like. Like emotionally unstable or are not, you know, has issues. Th- maybe this isn't the movie for them. You know, it's like you just you have to be able to to be a good human being and be like, okay, you know, it's like when when your boys get older, you'll be able to tell them like, this is a movie. These people are not actually dying. You know, like his his oldest, uh, Ethan, watches like the Avengers movies and people die in the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. But he knows that those are bad Quinn guys. Silver did. Yeah, you know he knows that he knows that most of those guys are bad guys, and you know he knows that they get beaten. But he might not understand the concept of death yet. He's four, right? So he's not going to understand that yet. But that's just going to be one of those things where Steve's going to have to teach him. 
as he gets older, like, you know, these are movies, this is fiction, you know, it's like people die in a movie, it's not real life. You don't walk into school and shoot your classmates, you know, like, you have to teach right. people to not be shitty humans. And it, it's like, if you're going to call out shit like John Wick, it's like, it's just a movie about, about an assassin who has to deal with these problems and shit going on in his life, and he gets pulled back into a life that he wanted to leave. People are kind of missing the point of this. He doesn't want to do this shit anymore. He doesn't want to go out there and murder like 300 people. He doesn't want to do all this shit. He wants to be fucking left alone and live the life that he wanted to have with his wife and, you know, with the dog. He just wants to be left alone and people keep dragging him back into this because he just so happens to be one of the best assassins in the world. Right. But he doesn't want it anymore. He wants to give up the killing and the death. He doesn't want to do this shit anymore. That's why he doesn't want to kill Giada because he's like... I know Giada. I've, I've spent time with her. I know her. They might have even had maybe like a relationship. Who knows? You know? I don't know if they ever like, you know, elaborate on that. But, you know, my no thing idea. is, my thing is, is that like in this movie, it's not like he walks around and he was like, I love killing people. Killing people is awesome. You should go out and kill people too. Walk into your school. Walk into your church and just kill right. people. He doesn't do that. The only time that he's having to kill all these people is in self-defense at the end of the movie because he's just trying to escape from the excommunicado situation. Yep. You know? And it's like... Yeah, well, before, he didn't become excommunicado until like the, the end of the movie. But until then, he had the bounty on his head that Santino put on him, and he's basically killing these people out of self-defense. He just wants to be left alone and... Then he's like, well, I'm going to take care of Santino. And then after he does that, that's when he becomes excommunicado. Right, and he gets exactly. to part three. But it, it's like, even in this movie, he's not like, oh, I'm going to glorify violence. He's doing it as a necessity to save his own life because he's trying to get away from this shit. Exactly. You know? So, do you have anything to say to wrap it up? Because I think, I think we... I think we're, we're about the end here. I think uh, the thing I have to say to wrap it up is... Um, I mean... It's an action movie. So if you don't like excessive violence... Or anything that is violent in general... Then uh, you probably shouldn't be watching action movies. Yeah. So if that's the, the, the main comment about them... Then I could honestly say... like. Um, you're failing. You're failing at all of this. Failing at life. And um, if you guys have any uh, suggestions, comments, or anything like that, you guys can email us at beyondthehateofyahoo.com and let us know any of your thoughts, suggestions. Yeah. If Do you uh, if you want to, um, you know, donate to the channel, or if uh, you want to do like a. Uh, monthly, you know, a thing where you contribute, uh, like our buddy Ewan, McCann, uh, Ewan Buchanan, uh, if you want to uh, contribute on a monthly basis, that's definitely cool. If you want to do a one-time donation, you can do that too on the channel. Uh, but, you know, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on Anchor, you know, Stitcher, all over the place. So if you want to, you know, whatever platform you like to use, you can, you know, hear uh, our episodes. And we just we're here for you guys because we feel like, 
you know, if we have enough people giving us, oh, give us five stars. That's important. Five star ratings. Always. And yes. if you can't give us five stars, then uh, we got two words for you. <laughs> suck it. Suck it. <laughs> If you can't give us five stars, you're just a punk bitch. Right. If you give us a five stars, you're a fucking legend. So, uh... So be a legend or a punk bitch that we may, whenever we start doing live shows eventually... Call you out on air. Yeah. Beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Jay and Son of Bob style. But, uh... Here but we yeah. come to kick some ass. <laughs> but, uh, this has been Beyond the Hate. This is John Wick Chapter 2. That means we got one more John Wick to go. One more chapter to go. Hope you guys enjoy. Merry John Wick, Miss Bitches. Peace. Oh